Sure. Um, okay, we didn't start with an intro. Hello, hello. We didn't start with... Did anybody tell you to do the hello, hello? I'm trying to do like a... Hello, hello. Without your hello, hello. And, and then you just, just bust right in there. Salutations. Uh, so um, I didn't start with the intro yet because I wanted you guys to all hear the intro, intro to be like aware of the intro because Bon Jovial made us a special one for tonight having nothing to do with the Howard Stern show but everything to do with our friend Johnny so here is Monday's special intro desecration to his memory <laughs> or a salute good lord oh that's great same studio enhancement as dave Grohl has oh my too, god everybody's way. like what the fuck <laughs> i thought i was getting the melrose place slam i told you before this like it's gotta be oh. it's gotta be melvin scheming oh, that was Julio. just delicious with the with the shitty video game from 1980s music Oh, oh, I know. Oh, that I was, was so like the first Nintendo, <laughs> circa '89. Uh, that I was like do, 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 do. double dribble. <laughs> Contra. <I'm> speechless. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was. Um, yeah, that it was, was like something. karaoke night at McCoy's on Thursday at nine o'clock. Exactly. Do, do they have karaoke there? No, they, they should don't. if they don't. They you should. know, the guy who owns McCoy's is so ornery. I mean, he is the most miserable bastard you'll ever meet in your entire life. Oh, you life. saw me. I talked to him for about an hour and change talking about cleaning beer lines and how uh, tap beer can taste better than bottled beer if the lines are clean. He loves certain... me. I could talk to him for yeah. like an I, hour. I, I like it. I was like, why does he love you? Good. I don't understand. Mm. It's because like, I could talk to anybody, you silly yeah. billies. All right, so welcome oh to God. Monday, April 4th, uh, <laughs> version of Today Tonight with a wonderful introduction by Bon Jovial. Um, so I'm good. pretty positive all instruments were played by him, and he also put John's voice so, so, so aptly into that um, 
into that musical format. I remember when delicious. Dave Grohl first started singing, and I was just like, there's no way he's going through with this. He did the, you know, the Pez commercial. And, Talk about it, and, and, and it's true, and it's you. And then, he's, you know, okay, he's singing, and, they, you know, he got a little better each time, and uh, and he's now very serviceable. He's now very presentable. <laughs> So Nick wants to know why you pronounce it Xavier instead of... Uh... Have I ever pronounced it? No, actually. Javier. You don't. You actually don't. Exactly. Yeah, the Mentos. I call you that simply hey, because... Hey, quick... Yeah. The end of that reminded me of a picture my friend sent me a couple of days ago. Check, check your text messages real quick. Me? Yeah, you. I love him too, Tiger Lily. I love... Who doesn't love Ooh. Dave Grohl? I'm just saying I can't believe it worked out him as a lead vocalist coming from drop for Nirvana and it got you taken seriously. You want to hold that up to the camera real quick? Um, who is that with? Uh, I won't, I won't say um, who the other people were. Um, you can hold that up to the camera if you want. Uh, I can actually send it to myself and put it in a second. <clears throat> G Canada, I'm a product of one of my favorite players ever. And I modeled a lot of my game after is Xavier McDaniel of the Seattle Supersonics. Not as a Nick. That was a Celtic as a Seattle Super. He was an idol of mine. And um, hey, hey, wait, wait. Xavier and, and Charles Xavier from the X-Men. So that's always how I'm going to pronounce it. So the um, G Canada, name. just so you know, because, you know, you're kind of a douche. Um, <laughs> in Mexico is actually pronounced Mexico with an H. The X has an H sound. Like guacamole. Like guacamole. Is actually correct. So George Takei was correct. Eat a, eat a fucking Canuck dick. How old is this picture, <laughs> babe? It's um, really funny that delivery accent. It was taken during the holidays. <laughs> this year? I mean, recent. Yeah. Well, he kinda, the holidays were last year, so. He kind of looks like, like, poo. He looks like he's a little fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Kind of gives you an idea. Yeah. Here we go. But, <clears throat> I love the best of you. It's my favorite food. There we go. So. That gives you an idea of his condition. He looks a little. He looks a little fucked up, actually. Yeah, he does. Right? Yep. Brad Pitt with Down syndrome. Yeah, he's kind of skinny and looks a little, yeah. little fucked. And no, no, neither of those people are, are Xavier, just in case. Don't get any ideas. All right, well. Gee, Canada, was, I could go um, fuck where you've been. You're, you know, you're it's ironic. He, uh, he's very fan-friendly, ready to take a selfie at any point. No, he's a great guy. I've heard, I heard a lot of cool stuff about him. There's a thing with Dave Grohl, and we put together a compilation on the Deppening to, to compare how great of a person Depp is with his fans and general public versus DiCaprio and Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl has now refused to sign the autographs, and he just, on any sort, he just will not sign, which seems so the antithesis of what you think of Dave Grohl, but he now refuses to sign all autographs. Well, you know what? Matter. I think you get to a point where it's sick enough already. That picture that, that we just showed of Taylor Hawkins was from this past um, holiday season. So that's kind of what he <clears throat> was looking kinda like lately. Idea. Yeah, he did look a little gaunt. He looked a little fucked up. Yeah. But such is life. All right. So we are going to move on and start our wonderful show. Um, I named it what I named it because I felt like he was doing a lot of like really weird promotional stuff today. Hold on, I need to put my fan on. It's a little warm in here. Sorry. Sorry. 
Yeah, that's what he said, Stephen. He's for charity. But then the 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 paparazzi, one of the fans, said back to him, he's like, okay, here's here's a hundred dollars. I'll give you this so you can give it to any charity you want. He's like, no, 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 and he just ran away from him. Yeah, I heard that about him on. lately. But I guess you know, I, listen, I think it takes its toll on you after a little while. I think he's always been like a kind, friendly, open person, and then just you know, maybe it's just. Enough. I think you get that you know treatment what? when you go back to Greenpoint. I think I you get, get that the treatment all the shit. time. Yep. Yeah, they Listen. swarm me at the subway. <laughs> they swarm me on the L train. I have to run. I have to run from, to get from off. From what my people that I know that know him say, he's a really down to earth, nice guy. I Who, think which what one? you saw when Dave Grohl, yeah, and well, all those guys. He said all the guys are pretty pretty cool guys. I think what you the whole I don't do autographs anymore. It's like there's a set group of people who. That's all they do is sell autographs. Yeah. And those guys can be kind of dicks. So I, I don't believe he didn't do autographs in general. I just think he told those guys he's not doing autographs. But uh, whatever. He, he got wronged in some way where he's traumatized and he's trying mm-hmm. to, you know, I don't know if he'll snap out of it. It's not a good I, look. From from the I've from what I've actually interacted with autograph people and paparazzi, they are the most fucking just douche like don't give a fuck kind of guys and they want they want to get that reaction from whoever they're trying to get a picture or oh yeah from. oh yeah so it's like listen i don't know dave or whatever but i wouldn't doubt that you know like he was over it at that point well like mr g Tanuta said maybe he was with his kids when they were bothering him no kids no kids no well whatever you listen we we, we know what we know it's all good hello Dante, you know what i say about the kids right Kids, right. family, for me, have at it. Do whatever you want to them. Just leave me alone. That's always been my... I'm just kidding. You know, I'm just, I'm just making fun of that. The, the guy always thinks he's a badass, but going, fucking leave the kids out of this. Yeah, the no kids, fucking okay? kids. Just go after you. No fucking kids involved, okay? Dante, Dante 24, I heard one guy talking about bringing a drum head for Taylor to sign after a show when he was a kid, and Taylor asked a roadie to grab one of his heads and a pair of his sticks to sign for the kids. See, that's nice. <laughs> That's, why are we still talking about Ed Levitt? What's going oh on, Rich Oh, my God. <laughs> Ed Levitt. That is such a great reference. Such a that great reference. That is a great callback. That might I be love, callback. I appreciate that completely. I bet you, That's I bet you Xavier years doesn't old. even know what we're talking about. <clears throat> do you now? Do you know Ed Levitt, Xavier? I do Next. not. He's Yeah. The fucking loser, disgusting pervert of a man i used to work with he's a me he's a classic young. old school me too pervert at the perv at the office classic and 52 he was like 52 year old single guy just grabbing ass full no... head of like pushed back hair and like the yeah. full bushy beard that covered like most of his face and the dark like howard stern glasses and he'd wear his shirt like buttoned down to here like classic what you would think like a guy who might have been Quasi cool in the seventies, look like well past that into like the late eighties. Mm-hmm. He drove like a IROC or a Camaro or something. <laughs> IROC. Ed, Ed Levitt molested me at a truck stop. That great. <laughs> an IROC. <laughs> and it had the name of the company as his license plate. Oh Jesus Christ! Oh, good times, good times, everybody. So today's show was pretty much as bad as every other show, and. Um, and I realized what a something. struggle. I realized what a struggle it is to get through these shows. However, that said, um, I somehow was able to cobble together 
uh, 11 or 12 clips, and then Johnny added his two cents into it. So we're going to make oh, it boy, kind dude, of into really like a quasi-promotion <laughs> type of um, show. Are you <laughs> not going to say what happened to you during the show? You fell asleep? What? Can you I, t- how you actually fell asleep? I totally fell asleep. I totally right. fell asleep during the show. It was like a low hum in the background. I don't even know what was going on at the time. I just, um, I just fell out. And that's all she wrote. I I did hear the beginning because that's usually when I pay the most attention. And then I slowly start to fade out. And definitely tomorrow when he has red hot chili peppers on, which I'm sure is going to go for like two hours. um, If they're lucky. If Well, yeah, exactly. If they're lucky. By the way. This is the antithesis of how the show is supposed to treat you. It was supposed to be your caffeine in the morning. It was supposed to turbocharge you. Very true. Deep down and planet again. And now you're falling asleep to it. I, I have a theory that, the, I mean, we shouldn't be covering this every day. I mean, he, he just says it doesn't deserve this level of, of, of attention. But it's a good it's a good study in how to take a fiercely intelligent broad like yourself and attempt to make her stupid, make her lose brain cells and make her stupider as the shows go on. It, but here's she, the beauty. The beauty robbing is you from brain I cells. know that that's the story now. Like, I get it now. So... I'm not losing dick. I am only there. You so don't that think we can you're getting stupider? Show. No, I felt I'm only my there brain to do this show. Down. That's it. I'm there to do the show. I am there I don't to do the show. I think it's possible for me to get stupider. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think so either. I didn't think so either. I felt my vocabulary slipping. Yes, Yaz 2065. We are monetized. Um, the live shows normally don't get monetized because. We curse too much and we play a lot of clips, but sometimes if uh, Bon Jovial's in the mood and he wants to kind of redo it a little bit and he does some sort of mojo magic to it, um, it does get monetized. But a lot of the live shows, since we are so in love with the chat, we love being able to, we'd sooner not be monetized and have the chat available to watch. That's right. We get paid it. by the vicissitude. Every time we drop a word, like this is a dude. I love it. This is a dude. Okay, so we started out the morning talking about, of course, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. And um, he had some choice words for Jada and for podcasts. And he came off really, really passive aggressive. So let's play a little bit of this. Weren't they BFFs, though? I mean, what happened? Twisted. Huh? Before you do. All of a sudden, he's not friends with her anymore? I don't know. I know. This, this is the way that's going to work. Um, before you do, I want to compliment Chris Rock again on his discipline and not his going. His high road. And not, or his high road because what did Howard do to him all these years, right? Basically ruined his marriage. Malika Compton Rock hated Howard. He'd go on there all the time oh, and right. be honest and the wife hated. So he's talked shit about Rock's wife how many times on the air? And he just sat there and took it? Now that's yeah. discipline. Because you, who would have blamed if he just cocked and he ruined? I think he was a contributor, Pat Cooper, to ruining his marriage. Thank you, Shane. Oh, thank you, Shane. Thank no, you, no, you, Don, you're absolutely right. I remember oh, that I one time. It was an actual issue, X. They were at was it no booth or, or something, and uh, no. Howard apparently was sitting in the next table. Oh, I know what you're talking about. That's a great story. He tried, I... he tried to have a conversation with them, and like she just gave him the gas face. And not only that, he was there with his wife, but it was at a table with – this is literally high school, Monique. High school with money. Ben Affleck, Gwyneth Paltrow, before he was friends with these people. And it was like a kind of that 
Miramax. It was like a Miramax dinner party. And they just blew Howard off. They just gave him the stink eye. And Rock, who was at this table, got up and gave Howard a hug and said hello to him. And I think his wife was there too. But Rock was never uh, more – every time he comes in, he's like, my wife hates you. And it hasn't changed. She thinks you're you're a problem for our marriage. You're an actual problem. Every time that's you drill me true. on my money and my kids and – and I'm but then they got divorced, right? And yep. that's they the end of it. Like so he got cleaned ago. out. Too. He really got cleaned out. So Chris Rock is single now, or did he get remarried? I think mm. he is dating abroad from one of the CW shows. The broad who plays Vixen. You know the DC superhero heroine Vixen? No. Nope. Whoever plays her, she's really attractive, light-skinned abroad um, on the CW's uh, shows. She plays well, Vixen. After he got divorced, that's when he got the facelift, right? Yeah. Well, no, oh. no, 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 no. Actually, I think before? he got his face redone um, when he he got like that whole Netflix um, deal. Ah, okay. And he started doing all those movies. He looks with, horrible. Uh, yeah, it does look horrible. He really actually he got way too much work going on. Yeah, yeah. This chick. Hold on, I have it for you. Um, Hang on, I got it for you right near. I'm almost. I know you're Hang on, get it I've right. got it. God damn it, Josh. <clears throat> this one. This chick? Yes. Now, what's her Mary McCabe. Yeah, that's it. That's her. Okay. That's her. Good looking that's broad, who he's right? dating now? She's got to have her by at least 20 years. She's cute. Yeah, she is. No, right, it's, it's, a perfect, it's a perfect one because she's not a big star. She's on an obscure WCW show yet. You know what I mean? Like, she, she, she checks all the right – yet she's in show business – so it's like a, she's not going to upstage you with anything. Right. All right. I want to start a little bit. So I let, me, let me start with Jada <laughs> and his first thoughts on her. <clears throat> I don't know if he was doing this to, to get clout, to get publicity, but nonetheless, here we go. I think she said she liked the idea of her, the man defending his woman. Oh, with the voice. big slap, which is such fucking bullshit. That Jada Pinkett Smith has such a big fucking mouth. She can defend herself. Right. And so this guy's got that, a tremendous oh, sorry, 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 Back sorry, in my sorry, sorry. That's where it started. Say it to your um, face. Then he goes on to um, podcasts who basically talk to no one. Hang on. From a guy's standpoint, oh. you know, when Jada was running around, she got a podcast. What where energy. she sits around on a table <laughs> and talks to her kids and her no mother. No wonder you fell asleep. I'm, I'm in REM right yeah. now. And I guess, you know, in the world of podcasting, it's very hard to get anyone to pay attention to you. There's so many fucking podcasts. You know, you hear about five of them. Everyone else is sort of languishing at the bottom of the heap, doing this thing, talking to no one. They're all sitting in their house talking to no one. Like him? What are your metrics on YouTube, Howard? No, he's exactly. at home. Show us to Billy Eilish. He's saying shit that people are sitting at home talking to no one. Who the fuck is he? What's he he's doing? He's sitting at home talking to no exactly. one. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, Pot Kettle. That's exactly what you do. Does he really think that we think he's not in his home? Uh, I don't know what he thinks, actually. I don't think he asshole. gives a shit what we think. Jesus, what a douche. I don't think he gives a shit what we think. Oh, and hold on. If he denies it long enough, we'll forget about it. No, he's back in K Rock X. Didn't you know that? He's back in K Rock. Oh, doing of course a show. he yeah, is. A, yeah. With that half a building. Well, for for that show, that's another that's another one for Brent Monique. 
What do you do with all that space? Half a building. Huh? Do you really, for a show that's on 80 times a year, what the hell do you do with all that space? For it's, a few minutes a day. It's fallow. It's fallow because there is nobody else allowed to use it. It's just for them. That's it. All right, I'm going to finish off with Jada, passive aggressive. Here we go. Can you imagine the humility? Like, if my wife went on uh, a podcast, her own podcast, <laughs> her own podcast that she's sitting in my living room that I pay for. I mean, who do you think's pay paying for? the bills in that relationship? No, no offense to Jada, she's got an okay career, but she ain't she she ain't living uh, living large from her paycheck. Like this that? guy's out there killing it for his family. And she gets on because she wants to have a podcast. Can you imagine? He's sitting there making millions of dollars a movie. She's sitting there on a podcast making seven cents, talking to her mother. Oh, I fucked some guy. Yeah, I fucked this guy. He must be standing there going, are you fucking kidding me? Standing there. This is the Bro. worst rant. Uh, he, now me, he's, it's okay for him to go out. Let me now... know when I can rant. Exactly. Go ahead. Okay. So let me get this right. He's saying that Jada isn't a moneymaker because she's on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. she's had, a, well, she's got a modicum of success throughout her career. But so is that, that's beneath uh, his wife begging for Betty White money and for Ukraine money on Instagram, poking the cat's eyes out and scamming right. little kids out of their lunch that's money. For that's for charity. Oh, that's, that, but that's like, uh, that's for charity. So which, which is beneath what? I mean, give me a fucking break. The fact that this guy has the audacity to fucking call out someone's wife's fucking career is absolutely hysterical. Shocking, say, right? say it to her facelift, uh, face. Exactly, right? <laughs> she, which he won't. Which he, now he knows it's all right to, you know, to I, gang I think, up on her because all celebrity friends are doing it. He would do this in the very beginning. That, the coast is clear. That she has the balls to go bald, unlike him. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, like Jiu -Jitsu, Mr. Jujitsu says she was just in Matrix 4. Beth's been in nothing. That's True. a great point. Nothing. That's a great point. That's a huge she, movie. Oh, she was an audience member on America's Gone Talent, so there. You're right, Ida. Howard does sound sluggish, doesn't he? He sounds a little bit like weird and slow. That's actual, that's actual uh, directly just lack from... lack of passion. He's, just no, he just sounds no peppy for a seven-year-old. No business <laughs> broadcasting. There's nothing there. There's nothing in the tank. Isn't exactly. The old ain't what Chief, used uh, to be. <laughs> Beth couldn't even seal the deal with Celebrity Big Brother. No, he wouldn't let her do Celebrity Big Brother. Apache Chief Phony Feathers in Nick Chalk writes, Arm, do you remember the story <laughs> when <laughs> Howard threatened to slap a woman after she touched him? Yeah, that's a great one for cleaning out the computer. Uh, I believe, I want to say it's Robin Givens. He says he's at a club, and this is the mad terror period. It's a very, 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 very rickety timeline on when this actually took place. And the woman was, you know how when you go out with a chick, you, you let her punch you because it doesn't hurt. And, you know, if they, they think that I do that all the time. You could any chick can hit me. As, I'll be, the way I'll when be you go out with a guy and it gets yeah. to kick him in the balls <laughs> because why the fuck Any not? chick can hit me any way she wants. I'm, you can be my Amber Heard as long as you want. Um and but this but this this dandelion, could you imagine like one little shot from a hundred and ten pounder is gonna send him reeling? And he was crying about it like he apparently he stopped her in the middle of this this soiree they were they were at some club and I don't even I don't believe any of it, but if you hit me one more time, you're gonna see what's and he like threatened her in front of this table and stuff. I think I want to believe it's Robin Givens. 
could be okay. Angie Emerald. Well, you'll find that for us too. at some point, and we'll play it yes. on another coming yes. out the com- yep. computer. He told okay, the story cool. twice. In it. Um, <clears throat> so let's go into um, Jada liking these little guys with big dicks, because, of course, he's seen so many of them. <laughs> you know, I, I know a guy. I know lots of guys. Okay, <laughs> it's one of those classic ones. Here we go. What if this guy has a bigger dick? This guy, I saw a picture of the guy, uh, August somebody, August Alcina. He looked like he's got big dick energy, honestly. He's one of those skinny fucks. I'm telling you, I've seen these guys. I've seen these guys in the locker room. You see these skinny little fucks, and all of a sudden they pull off their pants, and you're like, Jesus Christ, big big dick energy. Right, Robin. Maybe I should do it. (coughs) Wow. I know. It it sounds like there's people in the next room, and he's trying to speak softly so nobody can hear him. You know what I mean? Like there's a bunch of people doing work in the back. There's no other excuse for that lack of piss and vinegar and energy and pop to yeah. his He sort of trails off. He can't hit any punchlines and there's no, you know what I mean? There's just no, you, you can't. That's why you fell asleep. Listen to those guys. You, I am, I have been nodding off four times. That's why Horrible. you fell asleep. Hey, maybe, there's, uh, there's Beth no is auditioning for, maybe Beth is auditioning for Martin Scorsese in the next room. Exactly. Shh, we gotta be quiet. She's she's exactly, on an audition right? call with Mr. De Niro. <laughs> There's something going on where he doesn't. He, he's speaking softer, and, and it's again, it's that restrained bullshit affected voice he has now. Yes. With the, and so that's even worse. And it's horrible. Ooh, Everything about ooh. him is horrible. Well, I'm right gonna now. you know the two clips I have for you from 2003, and you'll hear. Just listen to the stark difference in his. Voice. I have four clips from you. Do you well, want me to play one just I'm for shits and giggles? Just um Which yeah. One? Well, that, one of them's more recent. Um, the two of them are from two of them are from '03, and the other two are from three years ago. Seventeen. Um, oh, five years ago. Oh, th- no, it's two. When, well, uh, two of them are Russell Crowe, so I want those yeah. to be back to back. So I don't want to play that yet. And then I know that we have the Drew Barrymore because I know exactly what that clip is. Yeah, well, and then I we have Howard negotiating product that. placement. So let's wait a little bit because they all tie into where we're going with this whole stupid show anyway. Okay, so um, <clears throat> so next clip is. Him talking about John Varvatos. And if, if you're going to tell me that this isn't a commercial, um, I know that Brett and everybody else ever who's been on the show has said, um, no, you're not really allowed to say oh, it's a commercial without it, you know, without saying that it's a commercial. And I don't know what the rules are because you know, Xavier and I were talking up. about it earlier today. And he's like, even like Jim Rome, who Xavier listens to all the time. You know, was talking about his Peloton and how amazing it is and how much he loves using it and everything. And I, I can't believe anybody would talk about that stuff out loud unless they got one for free. Or if it was a, you know, maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's a little weak pro quo. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not a paid advertisement. Maybe at his wealth level, at his level, it is ignominious for bastard, him to be dude. caught. I'm sorry, I'm ignominious to be caught. I'm sorry. Doing this. Ignominious. <laughs> Wignominious. <Minious. laughs> That's a new one. Yes. It's just, a wig. If you, ever you could pun wig into anything. Yeah, I love that. But yeah, no, think about it. So think about it for a second. So if he's getting things for free, that doesn't mean that it's an advertisement per se, right? I mean, it's not like 
Um, Thumbs up. I mean, nothing he does again. Wig Tyrion motive. Nothing he does is for any cause other than for himself. Just know if you know anything about well, him, it's always a Wig Tyrion motive. So there's been a couple of examples of this for sure. Uh, I remember uh, one time uh, they were busting uh, Sal about his obsession with with like milf porn. Yeah. Right. And they were like totally busting his balls, and he's like, oh. What? Someone asked him, well, where do you go to see this? And then Sal had like this very noticeable pause. And he goes, can I, can I say it? Yeah. What was this? I was like, yeah, go ahead. Oh, because, you know, I was, you know. Because it wasn't you porn? About. No, yeah. No, it was uh, one of these other places. But the yeah, fact yeah, is yeah. that oh, brazers, clearly the staff brazers, is told brazers. they're not allowed to n- name shit on air without being cleared. I know because it is. It's browsers. He had some shit going on with that. Yeah, well, B A B R A Z Z E R S. It was one of those sites, but it's just funny because at the time they were really big on the U porn, the babysitter porn, and stuff like that, and that's how I brought got brought up. Uh, but yeah, it's very obvious <laughs> that uh, anything that's name brand that's mentioned. See, yeah, th- yeah. Well, Abel well, let's listen. Well. Let's listen to his newest non-plug plug. But seeing now that I'm thinking about it. It's not a commercial. He's getting shit for free. So if he's something, getting shit for yeah, free, right. a wig it doesn't have to be something. right. It doesn't have to be something where you say, I am getting paid for this. Why does the minimalist need shit for free? Yeah, that's true. Well, seriously, exactly. I mean, I, I don't think I, I think it's always green, ba- green, uh, green. Look at Gina Bobina's vocabulary words for you, Monique. Can you pronounce any of those, let alone define them? These? Bitology, grainology, cuology, wow. making your pick. Wow. I don't what even is, know what, what we're talking about. I, I must have missed what, the. Yeah, there you Montreal go. C, CB is right. That's that's exactly what he said. What? See, see, there's a couple of guys that remember that story as well, but they remember. Oh, that okay, so okay. I remember him doing some bullshit for that website. But it was funny Razors. because yeah, it was so obvious that like they're not allowed to mention name brands and stuff. And so, with that knowing that, that means that every time a brand is named on air, something's up. Whether it's you know a commercial or wig pro quo or whatever, <laughs> you know. But again, if you're not saying that this is an advertiser, and they are paying you in another way, does that mean you need to say that this is an ad? Right? How do you prove it? How do you prove the you person? Don't, is I don't know. You'll never it's, you know. You can't. You can't bust. Honestly, you can't, you can't, oh, it's my life. I'm just talking about my life. Unless Agreed. Gary Archie comes on, we'll never know. But yeah, like Chaka Khan has a really good point. If you're advertising you porn, it's against the contract to mention a competitor. So I get it. Go. I get that. All right. So let's listen to this and you tell me whether it's a commercial or not. Here we go. Maybe I should do it. I, by the way, speaking of outfits, you see how fucking handsome I look in this jacket? Oh, this is, uh, I don't even I know. The guy whose clothes I wear all the time, John Barbados. I didn't even know this. What? He is no longer with John Barbados. He started a new company called OTD. 100%. I forget well, what OTD told me that he sold his company and now he has a new venture. I, did I tell you that? I forgot then because um, <laughs> this jacket is from his new company. And I, I said, uh-huh. I, I, he said, I want you to, I, I felt like um, Machine Gun Kelly getting dressed by uh, Dolce & Gabbana. Because <laughs> I want you to wear this. And it look is some jacket. Look at this fucking nice jacket. How Will you stand I up? I can't see it. Holy shit! Are you kidding me? You for you for you not to be swooning over me this morning in my <laughs> OTD. Yeah, you sent me this. Oh, very nice. That? See, 
Look at me. I like this. I would like to thank the Academy. <laughs> this fucking old, this, this old guy. I like it. It's relaxed. Funny, funny fucking free commercial for him. Free commercial for him. So let me tell you a little yeah, bit about okay. fucking John Varvatos, okay? So <clears throat> John Varvatos, um, at least a year ago, maybe a little bit more than that, had to file bankruptcy and went into Chapter 11 and a... Um, uh, one of those hedge fund companies wound up purchasing the company from him. Why? Because he had a huge lawsuit where all the female employees from his company sued him because apparently the way it worked is he only did menswear. And now you'll notice from this picture I'm showing up here that he also has like women's wear and sort of like androgynous wear. So what would happen is the men who work there would get like a ten or $12,000 a year stipend towards the purchase of clothing in the store. Well, the woman didn't get dick. And it's like, well, how come we don't get $12,000 towards the purchase of something? It's like, yeah. oh, sorry. You can get 50% off of anything over at All Saints, which is Almost a like sister company employees. of theirs. But um, you max out at like $5,000. So it went to trial. And uh, and the girls won and he uh -huh. lost and he had to pay out of pocket like millions and millions of dollars to all of these associates uh, across the country. So P.S. The reason that he is called um, OTD and let me see what it stands for now is because when he sold his company, like what happens to many, many companies in this business, um, one that comes to mind which is very classically Garmento, is Liz Claiborne, who was huge. It was a huge company. And when she sold it, same thing with Calvin Klein. Uh, not Calvin Klein. Um, Halston. So when you sold your brand, you sold your name, and you're never allowed to use it again. So John Varvatos had to sell his name as well, hence the reason he can't be John Varvatos anymore. Like he oh. can't use that as his, as his name. Um, so it's called on this day. That's what OTD stands for. So Howard didn't even know that. Um, but it's called on this day and they just opened up a store down in Soho for the fall of 2021. And, um, and I'll what be, they're I'll trying to the do is be very like with a can of paint, man, woman, and, um, you know, androgynous. That's what they're supposed to be now, See, speaking of which yes. to you. the kim delaney of the fashion police they are such Marie. fat asses right <laughs> yeah it <was> 10 <laughs> pounds you know what's funny is like it's funny when these uh douches sell their names and it always backfires it's always it's funny that apparently george foreman was the only one that knew how to make that shit like, <laughs> oh, like foreman girl? yeah he's the only one that, that i know of that sold his name that to this day is still doing really well. All these other guys filed for bankruptcy after they sold their names. Well, you want to talk about lazy, um, lazy designing, because I love talking about shit like this. I could talk about this shit all fucking day, but <clears throat> if you want to talk about lazy designing for the new John Varvatos, uh, line, let me just share this with you. So he's also decided he's going to do women's, which is, you know, different for him, but he's also doing unisex. So let's take a look at the unisex line. So you can see how he's really put, you know, put it all out there. He really stretched it by doing t-shirts and Wait, don't we have that same design? Look at this. 
The, the first thing I look for is the racial diversity. It's the same fucking top. It's yeah. just so stupid to me. Oh, I see a yellow sweatshirt is androgynous for $175. And the reason he did this is because of the lawsuit and because the women said there's nothing in the store for us to wear so we don't get the stipend. But how ridiculous is this to call this um, unisex? It's literally just a sweatshirt yep. that you would buy in like the men's department. It's... There's no aesthetic for women's wear whatsoever. It's actually horrible. It's time for androgyny. It's just Vargato's Androgyny. And let's see. Let's see how expensive. Let's see what goes on here. Um, oh, Jesus. Hey, here's a camo. Here's a camo jacket, which is just under a thousand dollars. That's she served right on. Let's get two. Let's get stolen, two. Stolen really? Let's get two. Sweater tank top. Okay, sweater tank top is three hundred dollars. So yeah, I don't know. I don't see this going anywhere tremendous. I really don't. Beth will I, I don't be wearing even... one next week, and they'll wear it once. Speaking of um, me, be... no Beth. Oh, yes, yeah, exactly. You. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, me. Yeah, Speaking of Arvada, let's, let's spend our lifetime earnings on Radio Gunk on a sh- on a jacket. Let's buy a crew neck T-shirt for $145, which is completely Ooh. boxy. He, I'm telling you, it's no female aesthetic whatsoever. This looks like it's just a fucking box. Horrible. He should be shot. The Gap has this for like $19.99. Oh, Robin, I'm going to buy 10 <laughs> Lauren Marie writes here. Lauren Marie writes, Varvados is on par, on par with Michael Kors, all made in China and Bangladesh, except the leather goods, which are actually well made in Italy. Anyone into fashion would walk right past that shit and that store. Lauren, thank you for the deepening comments, by the way, and kind words. And I want to know how this animal advocate is. Isn't I mean, isn't Varvados like a Sam the Butcher of leather? Right. I mean, just, <laughs> I want to show up at that signing in Soho with a can of paint. With a can of uh, Roy G. Biv paint just thrown on everybody like walking the cows, yes. Did you see what Diane D. said, uh, Xavier? John Varvatos is opening a tequila bar in San Diego with a drill. Really? Wow. Ooh. I thought he's bankrupt. That's what, How do you that's do what that? I want. Because all you have to do is file, and then the you creditors get, get paid, and with that tequila? walk away scot-free. Everybody filed for bankruptcy, just like he did. John Varvatos filed for bankruptcy, listing assets of $50 million and liabilities of $100 million. Oh. Um it was purchased by Lion Capital LLP, and um, they filed a voluntary petition for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. 20-year-old brand known for translating the best vintage looks and tailoring techniques into original modern style for men. Um, so, yeah, they were selling that to this London-based company called London Capital. And let's see. His largest unsecured creditor was uh, claiming $3.5 million from him. So, here. The multi-million dollar sum stems from the class action lawsuit that Teresa Atessa Knox filed against Varvatos in the New York federal court on behalf of herself and similarly situated female sales associates accusing the brand of paid discrimination on the basis of gender. So, you know, Howard should have known this. Like, Howard should know what the, A, what the name of the brand is that he's promoting, but he doesn't give a shit because it's free. And B, that, he, you know, that he didn't sell the company. He didn't sell the company. He had no choice. He had to get rid of it. You know, the second question would have obviously have been, why isn't it named John Varvatos? And it's because it can't be. So they're stupid. And this whole fucking stupid. thing is stupid. And it really annoys stupid. me. Here's the next part to that. Hold on. Let me just put in the next one. 
He sent me over a box through my stylist, Ralph, and uh, <laughs> I tried on a couple of these things, and it's nice. He's got a good line, and uh, you know I'm a big fan of his. I used to. Yeah. Now, now at least I got two, you know, uh, companies I can wear. John Barbados and his OTD. I could wear that too. There you go. Grant Vados. There you go. There you go. A line of clothes for 70 year olds trying to act 14. Can you imagine? That clothing is clearly made for like. I don't even know if 20 somethings because I don't even know 20 somethings. Yeah, who is the audience? Right. Who is the Democrat? Pete Pete Davidson Sheik says Fairway Maiden. I want to know who is the audience, just like his show. Who is this for? Who is this Varvados shit for? I honestly don't know. I can't. I used to have an assistant who, if she made $60,000, it was a lot. And she would (laughs) spend every dime of her paycheck on. Yeah the hottest fashion she had credit card bills you know probably in the tens of thousands and she didn't give a shit because she was going to look good when she went out like clubbing or where the hell she was going and you know even some of the sneakers that are out there now are you know (sighs) sell in excess of like 700 800 dollars and um and that's what they wear but when you're turning 70 it's really just (laughs) go to to, like costco buy your calvin (laughs) klein dad jeans Buy your new balance and he doesn't leave happy. the house too. He doesn't leave the house. <laughs> he doesn't go anywhere. And he's like, this, this, his, his, his vanity is insane to me. And Monique, I think it was you that had a phenomenal point. One of the many reasons he doesn't, I mean, despite having private jets and helicopters and all the amenities and servants making everything easy, you going to Italy and him going to Italy, completely two different things. Totally it is different. about vanity. It is about the hair shit. What he had to process his routine not just so it's the vanity stuff with the plastic surgeries and the hair plugs and stuff and it's also the anorexia so he has a they have that anorexic routine they have with yes. their personal chefs that they don't trust anybody else you know with their strict caloric anorexic diet you can't do that on vacation around other people that's funny why they you should away. funny you should mention that because that's a perfect segue into my next clip did she get a rich husband out of it no she was only like 20 Four or twenty-five. I, I have no idea what happened to her. That's she right. Never came into work. Monique Tanunu reminds what? me. Varvatus is the is the guy to blame for closing uh, CBGBs. Oh, that's totally right. Right. That's totally right. Lower East Side. Well, I think they were closing anyway. Let's be honest. It was a shithole. Um, and then he purchased it thinking that you know it had the cachet of of being CBGBs, so people would come there. But you know what? It literally looked like a danky fucking nightclub that he hung clothes in. So wasn't like it was really kind of redone and more fashion forward or friendly. It was just horrible. You did uh, about polishing says, a turd to Varvatos himself and Howard. It's just like two yeah. fucking goblin creeps yeah, I mean, wearing Varvatos leather. Varvatos is 67 Couldn't years be uglier. old too. It's like get yep. over yourself. You're not good looking no matter how much leather you put on. And My old boss is like- exactly that guy. Like he... He lives like in Topanga Canyon. He's <laughs> like, um, you know, s- still rides like he has like seven motorcycles. He's always like yes. kind of cruising into L.A. with one of his Harleys. He flies an airplane. He, you know, he has two stupid kids that are trying to have like singing careers that are going to go nowhere because he just keeps funneling money into it. He still wears like skinny jeans with like the boots. I mean, it's a look and he's got to be pushing 72. It's it's just a look that they all think, sorry, there's a mosquito in here. Um, 
David says the show is for Howard to reimburse himself for all purchases he makes in his year. He'll talk about it for the number of minutes it takes to come back into the black in his bookkeeping. I definitely yeah, think he crunches true. numbers to that degree. Yeah, oh, 100%. We have a great uh, product placement clip at the end of this. Is I didn't realize it all started here. I, I can't believe I found it, too. It was. Yeah, I uh, love that you have clips that are completely related to today's conversation. Um, here's just a little bit about his... Best, I think one I'm of the sorry, best what? examples is when... Uh, Beth took the private jet to relocate a cat or something like yes. that. One cat. Uh, a couple times, not just once. Yeah. Oh, you did it more than once, but it's just oh, so funny. Well, like, definitely bro, more you're, than once. Clearly, this is like some sort of write-off opportunity for you. Totally. Like, you're taking, you're spending like, you know, like twenty thousand dollars in jet fuel for to relocate one cat. That's right. Well, hey, somebody's got to relocate the goddamn cat. That's <laughs> right. Well, um, that cat had a black Amex apparently. Yeah, somebody wanted me to look like a Balenciaga, but, you know, we could do this shit all goddamn day. Seriously. Day. I think the funniest thing Balenciaga has done in like a thousand years is they did. A, for, first off, everybody's doing collaborations, right? So it's always like Balenciaga X something. <laughs> what is that? What is that name? Bal what? Bal oh, you're so cute. Balenciaga. I don't know. So Dennis Miller. Uh, Who am I, Balenciaga over here? Balenciaga X Crocs. What the fuck? They what the fuck fucking, are we looking at? They did a Croc shoe no. for $625. No. Yeah, this was a hot. No. This was a hot sneaker for a long time. That's a low, low price of six hundred. These are really. This is really in right now. These oh, are eleven fifty. Wow. Yeah. Yes, Gina Bobina. Yeah. I agree. Sketchers are great. I want to switch memory foam with you. Oh I wanna, my God! I swap memory phone. Oh no, there'll be no sketches. Damn, in my world. <laughs> they're um, so comfortable. Let's talk about Howard's Mediterranean diet, shall we? Here we go. I got put on this. Um, he got put on what they call the uh, uh, Mediterranean. Mediterranean diet, and uh, I I stopped all bread. I haven't had bread in ages. I'm I still got a belly and tits, but I do feel better. I'll be <laughs> Shut honest. up! I well, hate when he says belly and tits, like. I don't think there's anything he says that I hate more than bellies and titties. Me too. And I use titties on our website all the time just because I hate it so much. And I love saying it because he says it all the time. Um, David is calling something out for you, Arm. Hold on a second. Let me okay. see if I can find it. Arm, do you have that Sega Channel debacle from 1995 as a promotion of a Sega video game channel under the guise of berating I, Gary? I definitely remember it. I definitely can get it. Is it over Genesis, Sega Genesis or Dreamcast? No, Dreamcast yeah, they had a, yeah, I remember it. I remember it. I can get that. Like a streaming type of service. And yes. Gary took it home and ordered like $8 million worth of video games. Yes. Because he thought everything was on the house. That's a great That's a great callback. That's a very obscure. It's 95. David, you're not even born yet. How do you even fucking know what happened in 95? You are a little fucking <laughs> genius boy savant. The guy. <laughs> How do you know what happened in 95? You're the Doogie Hauser of Howard Cern. Good Lord. <laughs> so, okay. So, Here's another one that I think is like a little bit of a weird promotion thing, either that or the guys in the back are just giving him information. So he had that guy Rooster on and apparently Rooster had his stomach stapled or tied or whatever. But of course, he still goes. I loved the Gucci movie, Mr. Jujitsune. I thought it was phenomenal. Okay. Um, and so he goes into a whole thing about going to the Waffle House, which Howard has never been to, obviously. He's been to the and bathhouse. Um, and then, you know, John Hine has to give his two cents. But nonetheless, I didn't do any of that. But this is, listen to this weird Howard Stern Waffle House knowledge. Waffle House? 
of course, of course, is very successful. I know they, in fact, I know, I happen to know they served over 124 million waffles each year. Yes. Uh, 85 million strips of bacon. What else can you eat there, though? Okay, why does he have this knowledge? Because Jason Kaplan just wrote it for him. Okay, but why would we care about this knowledge? Like, why that's is just, this something? John Hine and Jason Kaplan giving him their fucking, you know, foodie nerd knowledge, writing it for him. That's one of his <sighs> many writers. You think he came up with that on his own? No, of course not. Yeah. No, of course not. I love that I'm zooming through these clips. I have like 15 of them. But these... I love in the yeah. mockery thread what Kay Tate is a very underrated poster in there in the Jackie Chair mockery thread writes today about Howard and his stupid physique. You write, I love this post. He goes, you know, it's really odd just how out of shape Howard really is with personal trainers and a restricted diet and private chefs, all that fucking pontification out of his yap. And it's like fat like Robin and vegetation. Not that I recall how Wiggy ever pretending to finish a marathon. Everyone in his life must be trolling him at this point. And he writes, yeah, um, if you do 20 push-ups a day, you pretty much have definition. Like, what is he doing? What is what is he's this regimen? He's John yeah, I, 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 Jesus. To even – he's still skinny fat with all he's that production fat. that goes into that hideous goblin, wigabifida, horrible, wigabod crane physique. He's still skinny fat because he has no metabolism because he he's a veal and he hadn't lifted a finger since 1995 when he started. I'll get in shape now in my 40s. Azor is just swinging back for a second to the Sega Channel thing. Gives us the details on that. Sega Channel allowed Howard's kids to play Sega Genesis games through their cable TV, but Gary didn't realize they were a sponsor and got yelled at. Wow. Sega was huge then, too. That was the video game system. Come on, Lucas needed to play Sonic the Hedgehog, boss. (laughs) Lucas was probably... I don't don't think he was born yet. I remember he he said he brought it home to kind of like to brag to his kids. Oh, yeah, up. yeah. It's always Swagabooey. Swagabooey, that's exactly the, the right. The were so happy, boss. Swagabooey. All right, so now the next two clips I want you to listen to very, very closely because they are both within five minutes of each other. So some guy calls in, and, you know, if Dennis was here, he would absolutely say that it was a fake call. I might <laughs> even agree with him. But the guy was about 400 pounds and jerks off like five to six times a day and also happens to work for Sirius from his home. He's a remote Sirius worker. And also tells us that he has a girlfriend who weighs like 110 pounds and she loves him uh, just the way he is at 400 pounds. Okay. So he's talking about jerking off and whether or not um, it's normal to jerk off that much. Hold on, I just want to read Azores. Howard's belly is due to not eating enough, causing his metabolism oh, to screech a, to a halt. That's if the he other ate way. normally, he would be fine. Also, wouldn't his trainer tell him this if he actually had one? Yeah, he would. He likes the skinny fat he likes look it. better. He, he likes to be compared to Steven Tyler he over, it. say, being compared to Jason Momoa. He, he Steven Tyler look Cena, is what he, Senna, the emaciated dinosaur rocker is the look he goes for. Yes, that's exactly right, and he loves it. She yep. loves it. He Every loves it. Every time you call him too skinny or anorexic, it's a backward compliment. They love it. Yes. <clears throat> okay, so here we go. So listen to this, and listen to what Howard says, and then we'll go directly to the next clip. They're very short. Here we go. She thinks it's a problem, but I do it at work. I work from home selling Sirius XM. Actually, believe it or not, which is ironic. <laughs> I didn't mention that earlier. Thank you. 
Now, look, <laughs> we listen, you. listen. Uh, we you. you've got a tremendous libido to masturbate five times a day at 45. I think when I was in my 40s, I, I, there might have been days where I'd, uh, you know, jerk off once or twice possibly in a day. Okay, ready? You heard that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Three minutes later. And this guy's got a tremendous libido. Back in my 40s, I have to say, maybe not five times a day, but I could have given you a good run for your money. Two, three times a day. That's right. And I Every was day. disturbed. Every day. Okay. Now, if you had three kids, wouldn't you think they might walk in on you one of those? Dude, he just said maybe once or twice yeah, every couple yeah. of days. Three he's minutes senile. later, he's telling us that he, um, hold on, my carpet is, he's telling us that he's doing it um, every day. Yeah. Like three, four times. His short-term like, memory what it used to be, right? Exactly. His hippocampi is uh <laughs> And I'm saying to myself, did shrinking. he just say that? Am I losing my mind that he just told this guy? It's almost like Benji point? punched it up it's for him. It's a 100% old person problem. edited himself. Totally. He not know I what he said two minutes before. I know. It, it, it literally was like two, three minutes. Two, three minutes. He cannot keep his, his That's life right. That's Katie exactly Aldana. right. That is exactly right. Um, what is this one? The picture of Pelican, his face beneath an umbrella at the beach, is a grotesque shot of who has two almond <laughs> diet. Yeah, no kidding. I should bring some of those up. Mikhail. I know, right? Right, Chief Funny Feathers? Who the fuck is looking to buy Sirius? Guy would have better luck selling typewriters. Is it to car companies? Is it to dealerships? Not exactly sure how somebody would sell Sirius from home. Like, I, I'm not understanding that. But knowing Sirius, who spends like a gob of money on such little work and such little um, Im- output. I know it how it sells. The <clears throat> mom with the cul de- the minivan and the cul-de-sac driving around with the window down and the come out conversation bl- blasting out the window has got to bring in subscribers. That's how you sell it. Well, funny you should mention that because, of course, after we blathered about it um, incessantly last week about how they haven't ever brought the cum hat back, we do have an update. I'm not going to play the update, <laughs> but I am just going to tell you about what he said about the cum hat update. Here Speaking we go. of Maybe the worst thing, I do have an update on the cum yeah, hat. And it, 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 oh, yeah? Kind of a lame update, but it's what happened, and I'm going to be honest about it. Oh, what happened? All right. I Ooh. wondered why yeah. the cum hat what wasn't being mentioned. I didn't go. want to bring it up in case what it was happened? bad news. He's got yeah. such bad vocal fry. Um, <laughs> let me give you a cum hat update because uh, really I've been dreading doing this because it's so not fun. But here, but here it is, cum hat it's update. Jizz hat exclusive. Oh. Judy, where's that little one? So that's how he starts it with a jizz hat exclusive, as if anybody else was going to have an exclusive on something stupid that he's doing on the show. Um, so then, have you ever then, seen a bigger waste of a voiceover than that? No, no. But they have nothing else to do, but, you guys. I know. I know. This employee, employee, seventy-some odd people, nothing else to do. Okay, here's the quickie on that one now. Uh, so all of a sudden, I even said to Will and Jason, we were in a meeting, and I said, you know, guys. I don't want to know about these What's meetings. going on? Like, I kind of feel like we lost our drive with the with the load and the hat and all of that. So it just kind of fell apart. And I, I was like, I don't even care about seeing the hat on Richard's head now. I just don't care about it. So who just wrote it? 
Um, <laughs> I agree, Azor. Sports might be the only thing selling series. I agree. I think it's their big thing. I think there's not, you can't get their sports department is the most underrated part about it. And I'm, you know, I'm a sports fan, whatever, <laughs> even if you're not, they do a really good job on those sports channels and they actually earn their keep. And yeah, I think it's the only thing selling it. I completely agree. Um, Dorian Morgan says, Marcy or somebody said no cum hat anymore. So they tried to turn it into a Benji bit. Bingo, that is exactly Dorian. what happened. However, we forget about the fact that like even Brent said, it is a biohazard at that point. Yeah. To have like four or five people's different people's splooge on a hat. Their viscous fluid is a biohazard. Is it what is it? Is are we supposed to be grossed out? Is it comedy? What is it? What are we going for? What's the reaction do we want? Is it shock jock? What do you want? Is it shock jock? You can't have it both ways. You can't interview Gwyneth Paltrow and do this shit. You when can't was have, the Super Bowl? This, what, like February 3rd. 10 years ago? February 3rd. It's April 4th, two months ago. And they're still talking about the hat. I know. I know. And then Benji came on. I didn't record it, but he came on and said, you know, it's still sitting here. Nobody came to pick it up, and it's just like sitting here. So, Monique, if you were in a meeting with him and you worked on this show and you were at a point with Jason and Will where you're so grandfathered and they're not getting fired, right? wouldn't you just be like, what are we doing? What are you doing? He's 70. What are you doing? What are we doing? What, what is this? What no, because I wouldn't want to get fired because I know I couldn't get another job I, no, I think, Like, if you had enough clout where you just knew you weren't going to get fired, at this, you're a buckwall client or something. You just be like, what are we doing? What are you doing? You're 70. Yeah, what is this? I know. Who is this for? I know. Just once, just once, I want to hear someone say it to him. What are you doing? Cindy KG says the guy weighs 400 pounds and works from home selling serious. That means he's probably a customer service rep. So next time you call and complain, JR may answer and have his hands fall. Ew. Ew, I bet you he's like rubbing one out when he's talking to a girl on the phone. Ew. Did the survey guy, did the guy tell him about the survey that says the Howard Stern show sucks and that's why we're canceling? It's not on enough that when they pass the survey. Everybody out? who I know who has canceled has said the same thing. Yeah. You can't get HIV or sexually transmitted diseases, says Melvin Letters, or infections from contact with dried semen. It's gross, but not a biohazard. It's all Marcy trying to keep the show on her G-rated track. Now, I think actually, I think recording it or filming it, like, you know, the way they constantly kept telling us about the pictures of it and how gross it was. And, yeah. you know, and they constantly were telling us about them recording um Hypich Eric um, getting a blowjob and stuff like that. You don't see it. It's not something that, you know, somebody will show to us on on TV or on Howard 100 or anything like that. You notice like none of this is anywhere to be seen. So I don't believe any of it happened. Like if it, there's no pics, it didn't happen. They yeah. could have like blocked out names or faces or something like that if they wanted to. They certainly could have showed us the come hat. I don't. I don't even think that it's a credible thing that it even happened to begin with, honestly. That's uh, David writes here. This is a reference to K Rock. He goes, yeah, and Howard's the guy who threatened to fire Sal for jerking off in the bathroom in K Rock. Right. And this this is good. This is good to go. This is good. Yeah. This got the green light. This went through Jeremy Coleman, <laughs> the underrated player in this whole thing. And it got you should spend okay. the whole next interview with Brent talking about Jeremy Coleman. Oh, yeah, just never it. get off it. Just never, never get just off keep, it. Right? Just, just pounding it. Marcy and Jeremy just never go. <laughs> what time does she show up? Is she there when he's not there? Where does she live? How does she get in? Does she live in line? Is she married? Did she really go to Steve Brandano first? Is Ben Bardo? And what does Jeremy do? When does she get there? And what are his hours? Are they what in the same for lunch? <laughs> yes. I'm not even joking. Ask him what he eats for lunch. Is she anorexic too? <laughs> 
I know your pictures are going to be amazing. Just so you know, I I mean your your questions. I know they're going to oh, be amazing. I know we're all going to have good questions. I just think it's I'm not telling it a lot of stuff you don't know. You know, like a lot about Sabian and his father. That's why I'm saying write it down and I have it there. I am all for it. Like I am, what is, I am there. What, what about there. that great question I told you about before we did this, that <laughs> I couldn't figure out my own handwriting? Just black people. Black guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just wrote as a question for myself, and I could I just put Brent, black people. Um, what do you think about <laughs> black guys in general? Like, what, what's the story the, there? The nature of the question really was, why does the staff only have one minority on it in 30 years? And yes. my way of me remembering it was I just wrote in my paper, black people. That's, and I did, couldn't figure it out. <laughs> um, and Mr. G, I feel like the teacher in the class. Okay, the questions are due next week. I figured we'd give it a little break time between me and Brent. And we'll do something when Howard is on vacation again. And hey, that reminds me, um, now would be a perfect time to figure out when Howard is on vacation again. So let's... <laughs> let's go to the calendar. April. <laughs> you think he could have taken the Getty image thing off of it, at least? Who is Getty to bogart all these images, by the way? Screw you, Getty. I own all your images now. That's my goal. It's become so rich. Oh, I can buy Getty's me. images. Shane, I am alive. It's just my will to live. So goes away when we're talking about this kind of stuff. Can we play that again, please? Oh, of course. Absolutely. Please, for the love of God, play it again. Absolutely. Amazing. Absolutely. I thought that Thank was the you. funniest thing. Here we go. Let's go to the calendar. April. <laughs> How funny is that? How funny. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Give that man a raise. I give that man a raise, exactly. Oh, my God, that was just so friggin' funny. So, yes, Marianne from Melbourne, hard at work. He hates that we call him Marianne, by the way. He thinks that he hates her. So it is absolutely funnier the second time. Um, so let's just check on the, the, the calendar for um, April. And we are now at the 4th, so let's say that's the 5th. So I think we have um, two weeks worth of time. I think we have another three, four, five shows. And then he takes a vacation week. This is a classic spring break kind of week. I remember being even in high school. The, 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 the week after the NCAA championship was a week off in spring break for Long Island schools. So that's a classic week off. Um, yeah. This is the content I subscribe for. Yeah, I know. This is very true. I love the owl, too. <laughs> he, he did a great job on the Derp Throat remaster as well. Uh, oh, I didn't it? watch when it yet. Doesn't he? Oh, you know? I did it's, not watch it yet. It's so avant-garde. It's so artsy. It's like a Jim Jarmusch film. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's really, really well. It's, oh, it's, he, when does he do a bad job? He doesn't. Ever. No. Ever. Ever. I imagine Bond spends days and nights in a closed room with no windows, just editing and recording noises. No, actually, he actually has a real job, and so he it's so hard to get a hold of him. Um, but usually, like, he's probably, like, my first – he's usually my first text in the morning because oh, I know God. it's still early enough for me to talk to him. And he'll be like, Mon, don't forget when you get on um, air tonight, if I'm not there for some reason, to just, to just put your mic up just a tick, okay? I'd be really keen for you to do that, just a tick. 
I'm like, Ugh. you know, I'm still in a bed. Like dog chewing on my ear. I was like, I'll get to it. I promise you. So yeah, so there's a calendar just so we have a re-review of where we are with that. And now let's go to number 13. So <laughs> Bethy Smollett. So we're going to go. <laughs> Bethy Smollett is now a thing. I love that's the new name. <laughs> Bethy Smollett. It's so perfect. <laughs> I love Bethy Smollett. Oh, my okay. God. I, I got a clip. Uh, again, I'm talking about histrionic, histrionic personality disorder. I found when I was looking for the stuff with the product placement, I found a clip of Howard not claiming. And the, and it's great because the staff doesn't buy it. You could play it. Did I give it to you tonight? I don't know Which if one? I did. Howard, no, I just have... Howard goes to his psychiatrist's office in 2003 and claims black kids were throwing rocks at the window in the middle of his session. I swear to God. A, I don't really? think I gave it to you tonight. Let's we'll save it for tomorrow. And nobody okay, we'll believes save it. For tomorrow. <clears throat> All right, so let's listen to what Sal and Richard do when sometimes they have a radio call and they go, or they call in with somebody's birthday. So this is how their day goes. This is just a quick clip. So when they pronounce one perfectly, it is like the greatest feeling. It is so great. It How is do your... you catch them? You don't. We. Uh, you don't know when they're going to be read, right? They have you to listen record. All day. Yeah. We just, oh. Yeah. You, oh sometimes goodness. we listen for like two hours to a morning show and wait for the birthdays to be read. <laughs> it's like it's crazy how much goes into this nonsense. This is what they do all day, my friends. Yeah, that's another question. I'm like, fake prank calls and the law that was passed in 2008 or whatever, where you can't prank anyone and we have to let them know in advance. And then why don't you have callers for guests anymore? When did that get instituted? That's another yeah. prank question. I spend two hours listening to sure shows do, that yes. they've put in birthday calls to. And this is this is what they do all day. So that Howard can play maybe one of their radio phone calls every, what, like four months, maybe? Yeah. There's like, a clip. If, um, exactly, the early... Dorian Morgan. Exactly. Like, Trader isn't in on this nonsense now. Exactly. You wouldn't know so... what it was if it wasn't for that. They love it. And you know what? They get some um, publicity out of it. So I guess it's a win win for them. Why right? can't they prank a real radio show? Because they're not allowed to. Because there's a zillion radio shows out there now. A zillion of them. There's a clip, and I can't find it right now, but Richard actually was talked to by the bosses. It, they went up. They went past Howard, and one I don't know who it was at the time. Might have been Greenstein. Said they're not allowed to prank the serious shows. They put a block on them from going after. Really? So that's, that's that was completely cut. Yeah, it was on 2007. The clip is from. I gotta find it. I couldn't find I'm it. Kind of over Sal and Dick. <laughs> Sal and Richard will do whatever they have to to stay there until their kids get to college. They see the other staffers not working or making money. Yeah, they're not going anywhere. None of them going anywhere. The um, entire staff is the least essential employees on the face of the earth. Of uh, the, the pandemic uh, buzzword. Of course. Um, I only have two more clips to go through. So number 14, which is, oh, disgusting. Okay, so I, I don't think there's ever been a more vile human being on that show other than Chris Wilding. Like, I, I detest him with every fiber of my being. I... I I hate him. And I like that you have Andy Dick here. He's kind of like a younger, <laughs> horrible version of Andy Dick. Oh, he would prey on him. If he moved to L.A., do you know the the sexual misconduct he would on, on Wilding from Andy Dick? They would, he would be so in his nest of homoerotica <laughs> if he lived out in L.A. Right? Can't you see that? Yes, the, totally. Uh, it, totally. And, and Chris would love it, and he would take advantage of it. Um, this particular clip, he's talking about a guy that he met on one of his gay, um, dating sites 
And the guy happened to be in a wheelchair, but he was really excited about it because he had a gigantic cock. And of course, Uga. the biggest thing was whether or not Howard wanted to see it. So here we go. Duh. Duh. Can I, what can makes I, a cock angry, wanna, by the way? Can I show you? Because I'm, I'm telling you. I'm right, telling you. I, just, I like this. This. This stopped my world. You know why I want I mean, to see it? Because I want to see what makes a cock angry. I don't think mine, yeah. mine's kind of not angry. Yours doesn't get angry. <laughs> <either way. laughs> no, it doesn't look angry at all. Does it have smoke coming out of the dick hole? I mean, what, I'll tell you why. Well, it's the veins I'll t and the head. I'll tell you why I didn't think it would be anything to write home about. Because the guy said in his profile, by the way, I'm 5'6". So I kind of thought I was talking to, you know, a little guy. Look at this penis. <laughs> wow, that's angry. It's a big ass penis. I mean, you can't see the detail on the veins, but the the veins are like very so gross. I mean, really, do we really want to see? Do they really? And show us, show us, show us the audience that you're filming this for. No, while they went down the road of, and he knows how to please the boss. I'll just be a homoerotic, homosexual twink, and I will just do as much gay stuff as I can to get on, and I will make up stories, and I'll talk about it. That's how you get on the air on this show, when your boss yes. is a homosexual. That's, yes. he knows, <laughs> you know. It's uh, so, like I'll Ralph wasn't gay enough. Oh, Ralph was actually Ralph was on the phone As while they were having this discussion. As if the show wasn't gay discussion. enough for it, right, right. Yeah. Ralph was on the phone while they were having this discussion, and when he started talking about this guy being in a wheelchair, Ralph was like, "You didn't tell me about him," and he's like, "Yeah, I totally told you about him." <laughs> it's like he's like, "Maybe we haven't talked in the last couple of days, but yeah, I'm totally into this guy in a fucking wheelchair." He's like, "Oh, I don't know anything about this." Like he was shocked that he didn't know everything about what was going on in Chris's life. Very radio, very... radio Gaga uh, 82 writes, Andy Dick is banned from every bar here in L.A. All of my bartender friends have amazing stories. I would love to hear them, Radio Gaga. I bet oh, you they were too. crazy stories. I bet you they're great stories, I, really, <laughs> I have no doubt. And then there, uh, there is nothing Andy Dick doesn't do that isn't amazing, honestly. He's just a gift that keeps on giving. He will kill himself one day, but he is a gift. It's shocking he's still alive. Oh, shit. Didn't right? uh, John Lovitz threaten his life? He made some comment about... Lovitz killed Phil Hartman's wife or something and tried to slander him and Lovitz like just like cornered him somewhere and almost killed him. There's some <laughs> crazy story about that. Wigan Bifidus is such a flagrant flamer. Oh, I thought <laughs> I said flower for a second. I was like, oh my God, that would be like an amazing name for a fucking flower. Dor Dorian Morgan writes, yeah, Wilding's not hot enough for West Hollywood. I'll have you know. No, that's so true. I, I, you, I love the L.A. references of those like specifics. I don't know enough about L.A. To... Wait, I don't know this one. Du Duke Stonebreaker. Tusker Beer was an odd product placement circa hmm. 2005. Howard and Beth spent a weekend in Jacksonville, Florida for it. I, I don't know that, that story out. at all. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> Duke Stonebreaker. Anybody remember that? <laughs> I don't remember it. Uh, and no? it's such a specific title of a beer. And I will go look for that because I am fascinated by what the hell that is. I don't yeah, okay. remember. Tusker and beer. And I listen babe. to every show in 05. Every, Tusker every second. beer. Tusker. Okay. So my final clip for the night before we get into, well, you know what we're getting into after this, um, is Robin being upset about how, um, I think she was talking to Benji and Benji's, you know, Benji shtick, Benji vortex about how, you know, he's so miserable. He's going through a midlife crisis. He's so upset with the way his life is going. And, you know, sometimes he just thinks, I just want to kill myself. Blah, 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 blah. 
And uh, hold on, let me see this. Mo, are you guys responsible for the greatest picture of Berry Boy, Ralphie Cakes, and Pelican Boy queering out in the hot tub with security pointing at screen? That's Gary Puppets. That's uh, Gary Puppet. Yeah, yeah Gary Puppet. Brilliant Photoshop. He's got he's got gay sex on all the <coughs> monitors in Castle Gay Skull. It's the if you go thing to radiogunk.com and there's a sticky on the top of the Howard Stern page, that is the Photoshop thread, and um, everything that all the guys have ever done in our uh, site are are up there, and they're all equally fantastic. I was thinking of doing a calendar for it. Remember Xavier? We were going to do a calendar. With yeah, like the we best said Photoshop. Like yeah, we don't want to be sued. Um, so yeah, okay, let's listen to Robin because you know you know how hard hardest working woman in show business. All right, all right. Mm. Let you listen. Look, I almost how many died. Times... I know and Robin. I, don't have I these think problems. about that. <laughs> That's great. I, I, I don't. You know, like the whole time That's... I was almost dying, I was doing this show every day. That's beautiful, and I Robin. Didn't come off like this, Robin. Yeah, sure. Well, wait a second here. Wait way. a second. Now, Benji is consumed by thoughts of death, and he wonders what's the point of anything. You sound like my mother, but my mother got there when she's 94. So Robin's telling us that she was there every single day while she was uh, <gasps> dying. And I remember distinctly, and even Dennis pointed it out this morning, there were plenty, plenty days where it was just Artie and Howard yep. talking for like the yep. entirety of the show. You didn't know she was there. Her, her and Fred. She's Miles also senile. She People is were... also senile. You're exactly right. But it was kind of weird. It's um, yeah, Tiger Lily hearing Robin's voice at the end of the day. But you know what? This is a different person. This is Robin 3.0 now. This is Robin with the haughty vocal fry and, you know, everything, every word she says just kind of lingers now. Yep. And it's just this weird cadence that she has to her voice. And it just bothers the shit out of me. Um, somebody, laundry room, somebody on our, th on our site was pointing out the other day where he thought one of the shows was pre-recorded based on what they were wearing. Yeah. Um, I remember that seeing that as well. <clears throat> I wasn't really sure what we were getting at with that because was... I didn't see the similarities that he was trying to point out other than that Robin had a blue top on and then underneath her, uh, the uh, one top one day, she had a blue top the second day. I mean, I, I believe it. I believe that they are pre-taping some shows. Um, especially Without on days doubt. where they bring up absolutely nothing that has to do with current events. Nothing. That's another we've question had, we need to ask Brent. We've had, almost had a quarter century of Benji's tired horseshit. And <clears throat> K-Tate writes this, and I couldn't agree more. With, you know, Benji's been getting airtime since 1998. That's 24 years, a quarter of a century, being on mic. And he sounds stage struck and stage fright. Like it's the first time he's ever been on. Every single time. Jitters from the mouth and the stammering. Radio death. Every fucking time. Could not agree more. Has Agreed. not gotten any. Total and then it's, he's also got a little, and that's just sticking the histrionic part of him too. He's got an ailment all the time and he's fake neuroses. And I don't know if it's a Jewish thing or it's part of that whole, you know, but he is right in line with, he's got an, an a, very similar to Beth where he's making up these, he's sick and he's neurotic and I can't, he's just fake mental disorders that you can't prove completely ambiguous and uh, just to get airtime. And he's, I, yeah, apparently the today worst. they were talking about when they have to do like these Zoom calls for like their meetings for the day. Like a lot of times Benji will be on, but all you'll see is just like the top of his head right. or just his eyes right. or just his kitchen or he's walking somewhere. He's actually somewhere. vain too. 
That pile of shit. He's, so, he's got vanity. You know he's what? Worked. We've never done a Benji show, have we? We have done one. We did one where we thought he was getting fired, and we oh, jumped but it wasn't on. a real Benji. It show, wasn't a real though. Benji show, but it was pretty good. Uh, we should do a full blown, you know, expansive Benji show. Benji show. I think we need a Jason show too. I would say an after years. Maybe when we're on vacation. He's when they're on vacation. All right. So here we are at 115. Xavier, you have been just a font of discussion tonight. I must give you that. Uh, My poor baby is probably really tired. What am I supposed to say? Like uh, Benji is a douche? uh, Andy Kaufman after he died? Yes, but did you you realize how tired it is? We repeat ourselves all the time. I mean, played out at this point. I mean, and there's rumors that he he fancies the goop, So that might have a lot to do with what he's... uh, well, right you know here, Monique, I have, I have another question for Brent, um, and it relates to Benji. How? What is the seriousness? How close did he really get to ever getting fired? Is that bullshit? How far did it go? How close did it get? Blah, blah, blah. And Once was... again, what are they going to replace him with? They have literally have run out of fucking shtick. Uh, well, he writes that... him. he writes him what he, he believes... Yeah. I'm saying this. I'm saying yeah. this in a condescending way. Yeah. I'm saying this in the. I'm saying he writes. It, it's not jokes. He writes him dialogue. He writes him that <laughs> shitty dialogue with the pauses and the and because he doesn't have life experience, so he's literally writing him this awful dialogue. That's why Monique's falling asleep because Benji's he, writing his dialogue. He <laughs> is. Don't you get comedy, it? He's a comedy writer for a show that bended comedy like 20 years. That ago. doesn't do comedy. I know. That's exactly. Right. That's exactly right. It's time to cleaning out. The computer. Yes, folks, it is time, in fact, to clean out the computer. Um, Johnny sent four clips tonight that are completely relevant to what we've been talking about tonight. Not exactly sure where you want me to start. Uh, the Russell Crowe thing. The Drew ba- I love the Drew Barrymore product placement thing. Yeah, I, I knew you'd love that. Um, and then Howard negotiating product placement. So it's older than I thought in the clip. And I remember those are the days you love. You love when I, when I was videotaping the show on a on a VHS tape. I so I was that. running the audio wire in, and I finally had mastered that thing. And I was listening to it every day. So I went from six a.m. and I'd set the VCR tape and I'd listen to it on the television on a VHS tape recorder from the radio. Amazing. And I was and uh, that's the, my. I have a vivid memory of that year. So this is 2003, is that? But the one with uh, Bring Back Jackie is much more recent. So um, which do you want me to play first? Let's go with. Let's do. Let's do the product placement. So this is. They're long, but you can skip through it, and it's so. It's so much here. It's so. You know, you it, always this, tell me I can skip through, and then you're like, ah, oh, you missed that part where Drew well, said. Well, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. So this is so. we talk about this all the time where he used to shame all the he used to look for product placement on TV and yes. shame the person that he's got integrity and he would never do this. So it's Drew Barrymore pimping Velveeta slice uh, craft slices or Velveeta on it's Leno. so horrible actually. Yeah. It's really and just they're embarrassing. Going off on her. And then I and then I find this again. This is just not this. I had to really really dig for this. And uh, so we're we talking about the Drew Barrymore one or the how the Drew Barrymore would be first. Play that first. Okay. And then we'll play this later. is amazing. Um, and we could get to the meat and bones of this one because it is so. And she was even embarrassed for it. To be honest with you, I think she like was mortified that she did. Cool chick is uh, Kathy Griffin. I, I just want to I just want to say something. Kathy Griffin comes on our show once in a while was on here and she taught us something i didn't know about in show business where if you're a guest on these talk shows you know like letterman leno 
the Dr. Phil show, whatever shows. I don't Wayne know. Brady. Oprah, Wayne Brady. <laughs> like, if you're a celebrity, you can go to, like, a company. Companies will come to you, and if you work their name into Thank the you, interview, Sandra. they'll pay you. Yeah. They'll get you on the shows, actually. You don't even have to book yourself. So now that I'm aware of that, Jay Leno had on Drew Barrymore. And I'm like, well, what's going on here? Tell me this isn't a product placement. And tell me Jay isn't just totally going along with it. Melvin, everybody knew to put it on their VHS. Everybody knew that trick. Silly. Not everybody. Not everybody. I, I learned it from Stern that. Fan Network. Uh, but it was like you, you didn't think it would work. Like I remember thinking there's no way that works. <laughs> Look and, at Casey. He's so cute. Oh, there he is. Now, do you eat? Do you, what do you like? Do you like cheesy cheese, or do you like the imported stuff that comes from the goat of the mountain or something? No, no, oh. no, no stinky fromage for me. I'm like, I like American or like, you know, like cheese food. You ever see those? It's not really cheese. It's I've cheese never tried food. it, but I like Kraft, like singles Kraft, and oh. you make the best grilled cheese. Yeah. You know, you get home at night, like after a night out. You brought the grilled cheese. Now, see, how do you like? Do you like the cheese? See, I like the, I make the toast. I like the toast real hot, and then a cold slice of cheese, and then eat it before it melts. If it melts, it's ruined. But at least, see, I like it uber, uber melted. No, you like it all gooey. Yeah. Yeah. And they think they're getting away with this crap, which they are. Yeah. Because before, we would have, why is she saying... And cash, Drew Barrymore. What do you think they got to give her? Oh, they got to give know. her a million bucks, yeah, I but, think, but, just to say that. But why a million? Like, why pay her a million? You know? I don't know. He's getting like jealous. Commercial. I mean, totally. so jealous because he could never get a Kraft cheese commercial. It's not about integrity. It's about jealousy that he's not getting. Totally. He is dire straits. Well, not so straight. Money for nothing. Attitude. Yes. Uh, about everything. Yes, totally. It's unfriggin' believable. And Lano just like. I know it's not a news show. I mean, like on this show, people come in and say, hey, you know, we're, we want to uh, plug Kraft Singles. I'm their spokesperson. I go, cool. I want the audience to be aware that the person's plugging something. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just seems kind of lame. You know what I was To let your audience be duped into thinking that's a regular conversation oh. you would oh. have. Oh. Yeah, I think, uh, so I understand you love to eat cheese. What's up with that? So they worked it out that the she was going to come in and talk about Kraft Single. You I like, don't know, man. That's goddamn weird. You like eating, and then he said, yeah, and you like eating cheese. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Selling out your show. Not that smelly fromage, but those craft singles. Talk about Snapple now. Singles. And she's really good because she drags it out. I'm like, where's the product place? What year was it again? 2003, Tiger Lily. Lily. This is uh, the fall of 2003, and Casey's all over this. Casey, by the way, if you're there, how much validity is there? Obviously, because we're going to prove there is after this, and you know full well in the sales department, Howard getting product placement uh, products where he's getting a hundred thousand dollars. To mention Heineken or or um, God, well, was Heineken was Sphinx also Green. an advertiser, though. So yeah, it's was, different. If if he strategically spritzes it in um, Paola, he you gets know what more. I always think is kind of weird, though. Too, if you guys ever think of it, 
every once in a random while he'll have like a contest and it's not even a real contest. It's right. just like some guy on the phone and he says, hey, we're going to give you $500 from ZipRecruiter. Yes. And usually it's just somebody really, really random who's paying for a contest when he doesn't even really have contests. He basically just gives the money away. I mean, it's just I, the stupidest thing. I can't believe Hooper over here writes McRiddles. I don't know how encyclopedic you are. Yeah, McRiddles is all over this these shows in this week. They do that thing with Artie and the McRiddles. So that's got to be – I didn't even know at the time. That's clearly a McDonald's product placement. I didn't yeah. even realize it. You know, well, I you all that. heard that clip I played <clears throat> from Stuttering John one? show where they I paid know. Robin to promote Queer as Folk. And yeah, black, black guys and Duncan we Dallas, never heard yeah. that. We <laughs> never one heard that. One of the that worst ones one. ever, I mean, the ultimate like low, is when they had the, the sluttiest listener contest. Yeah. And they brought on Brie Olsen. Like, nobody could figure out. Like, like nobody remembered that she'd been on the show like 30 times. Yeah. And she pretended to be like, this random listener. How about Whitney Cummings in the funniest, yeah, but, hottest chick contest? Yeah, shit like but, that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, and she won. It was like, you, you're kidding. Everybody, she's been uh, on the show like fucking like 50 all times. All those contests are fixed. We figured yeah, that and out. Yeah. It's just like, yep. and they, they totally pretended she was just some random totally. listener. Well, actually, you know who blew that out of the water was Chauncey. Chauncey, Richard was chosen for the job before they even had the contest. Because if you listen to the contest, you would never pick Richard. He's no way. He made no impact at all. Yeah, Casey was Richard's big thing. All he did was make gay songs about how in love he was with Casey. It was his entire. He stick. said, "Yes, I got paid from Rip Fuel, but the advertisers would do anything to get a giveaway on the air." Okay, well, you what did oh, they pay you, you Casey, and what did Howard get paid for product placement? If you know, if you don't let me know, play you clips. don't know. Let me play clips while he's he's trying to get back. Okay, to if he doesn't know, he doesn't know. Where's the product like? Because she's just going. I like cheese. I like a man. Uh, it died. Singles. How about Jay with the follow-up going? Yeah, I like I, I like to get the toast really, really hot, and then and just put the cheese in. And before it, it gets hot, I like it still cold. I am. He's like, you know what, dude? You gotta be kidding. Yeah, is he getting paid too? No. Can he be a little annoyed by all this? Maybe yeah. he is getting paid. Target, Target now it all makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, like when we're so stupid, we're like, wow. Thinking, wow, she really shops at Target. And nobody has ever seen Sarah Jessica Parker at Target. Yeah, show me a picture of her at Target. <laughs> like your wife. Craft singles. <laughs> singles, not the Costco. smelling from <laughs> That was bad. Wow. I, boy, these people talk about mundane things. Sure. You got to rock the grilled cheese. She's so cool. Yeah. She rocks. She's just one of us. She rocks the grilled commercial. Imported stuff that comes from the... After a night out, you rock the grilled cheese. You rock the grilled cheese. Hey, oh. I got more money. Listen oh. to that. Honey, have a friggin'. I mean, you get paid a fortune. That's you gotta true. do rock... Barrymore cash. No. The Barrymores don't have it. Entire oh. eating session with that JVC digital camcorder, Jay. Nobody eats cheese. It's the reason why there was a birthday show each year. It was for salesmen. So the salesman, so the salesman funded the birthday show with product placements. The salesman got that... product placements for the birthday show, which enabled them to pay for the show. Right, right, and it was a lot. It was a lot of money. I think yeah. I heard Opie say that the the serious one was four million dollars. Jesus, right? you're kidding. Did Sabian tell us that, or Opie told us four million bucks and put on that? They got uh... paid. The people who showed up for that got paid. They weren't. It wasn't on the arm. No pun intended. I can't imagine um, how much money Crockett's made with DFP contest, Dodge Durango, etc. You know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? Yeah, look Every at Sizzle time. Chest. I'll leave it to Sizzle Chest to go to the 90s. 
Uh, he writes, I wish I knew the year this happened, but I know there's an entire segment Howard did. Yeah, uh, Jeff Schick and IBM in the 90s, right? Who was who had computers back then? Like, Nobody, not all us. These Lotus Notes and fucking <clears throat> Prodigy. Yeah. Lotus Howard Notes. was set up with computers way before anybody was. I didn't have a personal computer until like the late, late 90s. Judy, it's Judy, not... it was crumbs. It was crumbs cupcakes. Right, there right, was one right, right. Um, right downstairs from me across the street from my building, and they actually had a cupcake named after um, Gary Delabati. It was a Baba Booey cupcake. Oh, really? And so they used yeah. to, crumbs used to deliver cupcakes to them every Wednesday, and they would mention them on air, and it was because they delivered cupcakes, period. Sometimes they, they make they a bit the out of it. They outrage when uh, Ronnie when when, got, stole when one, Gilbert remember? licked at the cupcake. That's the yeah. whole thing. It was we a have, cupcake. Um, we have Casey here. I just want to say to him to gas his head up a little more. You know, we <laughs> talk about the beloved people on the show. You talk about names like Billy West and Sour Shoes and Beetlejuice. Casey, I think you are. We're in 2022. You are beloved status. You look at these people in the chat. Who dislikes this guy? Nobody. It's crazy. Right? He Nobody is dislikes that rarefied Casey. air. There's four or five people in the history of the show. Well, more importantly, wrong. now that we know him, um, oh, he he's actually him. just a really good guy, too. Yep. That's all. If it was a client on the fence, they'd say, hey, <clears throat> we'll give away prize money. A, a wow, prize I didn't know that. That makes sense. That makes total dirt. sense. Thank you. All right, Casey. so should we go to Howard negotiating product placement, or do you want to do Russell Crowe? Uh, no, for next, the Howard and product placement. So now, cut to, he's stewing over this. He's so jealous. He's talking to his people. He's talking to Buckwald. And I, I don't know how I found this because it's not labeled right. I just stumbled onto it. And he's negotiating. This isn't shtick. This, isn't, this is him doing a cash grab. And he is full-blown negotiating his own, which he completely denies now. And everybody accuses of it. And he denies, There's no question he does it today. And he's negotiating his own product placements, like literally two days later, with, with Tom Chisano and salespeople. All right. Here we I, go. I can't believe this wasn't. No one has. Hey, if anyone, hey, anybody want to, if anybody wants a product placement <laughs> in the Letterman show, I charge fifty to a hundred thousand dollars, and I will mention your product. You could mention five or six. Oh, That's what I'm saying. I want to make some money going on Letterman. What, babe? Oh, he's not joking. This is not. No, I know. I believe not, this. This is not comedic anything. I believe it. That's it. Oh, that's a good move right now there. Now you've got a reason to go on. Now I've got a reason. Uh, you know, Dave, Velveeta cheese is real good. You know, I mean, but, but they got to pay me. If any, Seriously, if there's any sponsor out there wants to get product placement on the Letterman show tonight, according to Vinny, it's their highest rated. Thursday night is their highest rated yeah, night. Yeah, it's worth 100000 for a mention. <laughs> I can work it in. No one will know. I don't even care if they know. Notice Robin didn't have that exaggerated vocal fry back nope. then everything's listen to, very listen to his milky. energy too right yeah Howard oh. super sounds, <laughs> yeah. Sure, i'm being serious though i know it sounds like a joke but i would love to charge some corporate sponsor a lot of money and i'll, and I'll product placement you in fact you here's tom ready to sell spots right. <laughs> you heard sales you, he's here do you have um do you have any idea how much you want he said yes 100 100,000. i'll give you 10 percent cut product. okay Let's go out and get to work. We'll make it happen. Seriously. Edgewise for product. Yeah. I bet you we can get you know, some. Oh, I mean, listen. I mean, Trim Spa, Heineken, All Puya. Yeah, Tom will go out. The first six minutes of you my appearance. You can be sitting there saying, yeah. product. My product is sphincterine. 
Oh, yeah, Shrinkerines. Oh. We had them on the air with us, right? Yeah, I'd be happy to yeah. put up. I'd put up 100000 for you to talk about it. Yeah, please. Right. Absolutely. So you're going to make some money tonight. That'll be good. In all seriousness, though, for Shrinkerine, I think I need 250000 <laughs> Come on, Howard. <laughs> that's a tough one. I'll go 100000 Really? This is a real yeah. salesman. We have to company. talk about inventory. We want to control inventory because that may be able to drive prices up. That's right. Right. You don't want to jump on this one right away. And yeah, why not get a slip in a shrink to ring? It would be funny. Absolutely put up the money, and we have plenty of production going right now. We could easily do it. Uh, oh, yeah, like that product is still in business, too. Yeah. What was that product? What was that, to keep your asshole clean? I was, <laughs> was it like an ass wipe of some sort? Yeah, that's got to be. Okay, disgusting. Uh, really, a hundred grand, huh? Yeah, I'd go a hundred grand, no problem. You, you got a money order? Yeah, I, I, oh, I'm man. a regular. I'm a businessman. I could, I could absolutely give you that kind of scratch. Yeah. Trim spa needs Bally's and trim spa. <laughs> Lose the weight, firm up. Right. Yeah, you would sell those for me. Uh, How many do you think I could get in there? I think you want a two. Hey, how are you, Howard? Go ahead, brother. Well, I just got the call. They're already offering you fifty thousand dollars to start. So there you go. You said a hundred. We're up to a hundred. Well, let me negotiate with them. I've had fun doing that in the past. So let's I can't. Get at it. I can't do that to Shrink Doreen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, tell the guy from Shrink Doreen to call me. I can sell him some advertising. Casey said, I'd love to chat with the awesome people here, but I don't want to disrupt my favorite show. So I got to oh, stop that's... typing and listen. But I'll shoot the shit in an after show if anyone is around. Are they allowed to keep chatting if I've stopped the show? I think you can let it go if you want, right? I, mean, I don't know. I think I can. I I'm not really sure how that works, though. Casey, think... he mentions a couple salespeople here. I was wondering where you take on these guys, where if they're executives or not. They have, some guy calls in, and then the, somebody in the – oh, I can't remember his name. He had an androgynous name. It's just uh, – that's maybe not important, but he, I've never heard these names before. Um, you'd have to go back, and I'm not rewinding this. It's still. Yeah, there's going to be no commissions in this. This is it's direct to Howard. No, no, no. We, already have a, we have a 10% deal. Yeah, Wait a second. I got Schwinkerine on my own. That was an iCold call. Uh -oh. <laughs> That's no problem. That's <laughs> the way you Tom's getting in on my Schwinkerine. Yeah, hey, you cut me in. I cut you in on stuff you bring in. Okay. There you go. Right. Hey, you, you might want to give your wife some trim spa, Dave. Shrink the ring, dude. Yeah. Right, that would be funny coming out. I got some uh, trim spa for your wife. Hey, 50 million people are going to see your product tonight, buddy. Um, this is a, a marketer's dream. Smart man. You don't give three cents. <laughs> Smart man is right. The guy calls in with his product, says he'll pay $100,000, doesn't have to do anything, but gets his product like placed on air. But then, so that's just, it's not this payola stuff. I guess it's not either not illegal on terrestrial. He's been doing this ever since. All the all the suspicions you've had of him doing this completely legitimized. That's the, I've never heard him blatantly admit it like that. He's sort of bragging about it going into it, but it never circles back. He's now embarrassed because he's so ridiculously 0.008% wealthy that he can't admit to doing this because yeah. there's no question he's doing this still. If he's doing it in 03 which is probably the height of his listenership, there's just no question he, he's doing it now. Hey, Casey, how about we do an AMA show at some point, maybe later in the week, maybe like Friday night or Saturday night or something if you're around. We'll do like a little AMA, and um, anybody who wants to ask questions, if you feel like answering it, you do. And if you don't, then that's okay too. So Casey was on the show when Johnny Depp got booked in October of 2001. And I refused to believe that he wasn't in on the book. And I just kept poor Casey. He's like, he's like, he's like, dude, I wasn't, I don't know. I, I didn't deal with him. And I'm like, no, come on, you, you got to know something. I wouldn't, I wouldn't let, when I met him, I thought I just wouldn't let it go. I just couldn't get my head around. <laughs> See, he Melvin was, Letters is doing <laughs> questions like John does. 
These are these are John like questions. Um, AMA means no. Ask me I like anything. that. I like that question, Melvin. I'm all over that shit. Me- Melvinosyncrasies. All right, I gotta move on. It's one thirty-four, and I'm tired. So give me what we have with the tweets from Russell Crowe. And okay, the this Clinic. is our homage to our buddy Bring Back Jackie, who's a Twitter warrior. Who's been we doing love him, it. Yeah. The, every morning, Bring Back Jackie brings it. No pun intended. And this is he. So Howard Fat James is buddy Russell Crowe, who is preparing for the Fox News Roger Ailes role. And these morons don't know he's prepping for a role. And he can't help but fat shaming. And uh, Rob of the Hut herself is is piling on. And so they fat shame and then bring back Jackie. Hears it. He tweets Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe responds to it. And uh, you know, okay. it's just one it. of the rare times that a celebrity responds to somebody like that. Okay, I love it. Love. I got to be honest. I love when, um, you know, thin people get fat and you get to see them <laughs> in the newspaper or vice versa. I mean, I love it. Why is that? Oh, my God. It is so fun. Like Russell Crowe, like this guy, really, you know, in shape, good looking guy. Now he's like a big fatso and he's all out of control. And I, I enjoy yeah. looking. I, I, I got to tell you, I was fascinated. And I went, wow. New York Post was really smart for putting that on the front page. And I went, oh, Daily News, too. And I can't even tell who has better pictures. His head is, like, almost shaved. And he's, like, he's got to be a good 60, 70 pounds overweight. Got a big belly and tits. Yeah, you know, and he... That's... He's got a reason to go on. Now I... It just fucked itself up. It just fast-forwarded like a weirdo. Um... Okay, I'm going to go to the Bring Back Jackie one. Sorry. Hey, uh, we were talking about Russell Crowe being made fun of in the uh, New York Post. And the Daily News. So, of course, one of our listeners immediately um, got to Russell Crowe through Twitter. One of our and listeners. And said, oh, Howard Stern's goofing on your way. Oh, what? no. He what? says he works hard to stay thin and in shape. Well, you know, they try to start a feud. What? Right. Russell Crowe wrote back something funny I'll share with you here. He wrote... I can bench press young Howard. He cannot say the same. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That is cute. Yeah, yeah. We still hate your guts. So. Yeah, you know, still hate still hate, we all hate your guts. Delicious. You know, I love that. It's so it's such a an A list actor just decides. Very rarely do you see that, where he just goes, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to write him back. Doesn't okay. Russell Crowe fight everybody though? What? Huh? He like gets into fights with everybody. It would have been awesome if he bitch slapped Wiggy. Oh Howard my had God. some weird history with Russell Crowe. You remember when he used to talked about when he, he went out to L.A. with Mary McCormick, and he went to Russell Crowe's party, and he was had made him listen to fifty odd foot of grunts, and then he started goofing on him and stuff because he was in that hockey. She was in that uh, Mary McCormick was in that hockey movie uh, with that, I forget the title of it, and he went to so they had this weird history. He'd not been on the show I think up until that point. It's for literally the first time he was on. Yeah, he doesn't so, like fucking Howard. He'll never be on again. I mean, you know, he's burned way too many bridges for these people. Um, I do want to get back to KC because he's a much more interesting topic of conversation. So KC, um, if one night, even if it has to be at like, you know, 10 o'clock or something, and if you want to do like an hour of AMA and you can answer what you want to, or if you don't feel like answering it, you don't have to. And we will let the chat um, ask you questions. And if that's something you feel like doing, I'll send you a text later and we can plan it out. Mystery and, Alaska. And, um, and we'll just ask whatever questions. Um, I do want to say that the Mutt Show is just about ready to go up. Oh, good stuff. So that show will be up 
um, probably this weekend for you guys. Um, thank you, everybody listening to the <laughs> Drip Throat one. So, yay, he's down. Okay, cool. We'll text later. Um, <clears throat> so the Drip Throat is up. The Marianne from Brooklyn Quickie interview is up. The final um, uh, Rona, uh, coronavirus uh, weeks in review show is um, up, I think. And uh, and you like that? And then Bon is going to start working on like some of the super super old shows, so that you guys can hear how incredibly horrific we were. I mean, if you think we're bad now, you had to hear us back then. It was really just, it was really awful. It was punk rock. <clears throat> um, yeah, we were just we were so, just doing like pirate radio. <laughs> we were so the technology bad. wasn't there yet. Nobody knew the, and nobody wanted to. You know, you're not getting paid for it. So how much? We were very early in the was, podcast world, yeah. by the way. Very. Very, and you were very, very insistent on drinking during it too. It was a. It was she would bring the, over wine. It wasn't me. Not? She would bring I, over like two bottles of wine. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. So you know, you sit there, you're chatting. As I drink water, is how I would drink wine, and we would be completely shit faced by the end of the show, and I'd be laughing hysterically about something. Everybody hated my laugh, thought we were too loud. <laughs> but you know what? Such is life. Oh, he also remastered the time that we interviewed Tim Sabian over at McCoy's. Oh, that Benjamin was Ooh. in on that, right? Yes. So that's a weird. That's, a that's weird. exciting. Yeah. So he remastered that. He made it like much better. Um, and that's it. Sabian so, and Sabian and Benjamin have the chemistry of Howard and Machine Gun Kelly. If you if you go and listen to this. <laughs> Wait, Casey. Casey, you might not have been here for this, but um, we have a calendar that we like to show. And it's right here. And so Bon Jovial made a opening actually for it. Here we go. Let's go to the calendar. April. Kills me. Kills me. I want to mention too, next week, the deafening, we're going to be live streaming the trial. Uh, oh, the, the that will be a 17-hour special that he'll be well, doing on I'm YouTube. I'm not sure how we're going to handle it because apparently it's on Court TV. So I don't understand the, the streaming rules and shit. Well, maybe I might have to use my new founded um, screen grab ability, screen record ability, and just take what I feel are the best moments. What are you talking about? There's a, there's a, there's a, you just use clip grab. It'll take the whole, it'll download the whole MP4 for you. No, I mean, as the trial goes, like, you know, screen record it on, um, uh, okay. on Court TV. Okay. So I can keep it. Okay. <laughs> what are you talking about? How would you, how would you record it any other uh, way? We can save this for after the show. All right. All right. So we are going to wrap up. I have to go walk my, my puppelies, and woof, woof. I'm sure um, Xavier does too. Um, and, 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 and tomorrow is another day and he's having on, um, red hot chili peppers, which means it'll probably be like an hour's worth of listening for us. Let's be honest. Wait, wait, unless I'm Monique, somebody in the, somebody in the thread was telling me that it could have been Kate Tate. It could have been somebody that the 2004 could have been Melvin Anthony Kiedis interview has a lot of, um, bone monster to add like 
Howard fucks up information and and oh well, he, he says you no know, you got it wrong no you got it wrong you got, no, it, you wrong, got, you it, got wrong. it wrong yeah he said so like gonna... the first five or six questions that he asked him so were I'm gonna bring completely that wrong so if you can find that that would be yes, awesome I'm gonna bring that tomorrow and we'll play that instead okay. of the other one all right so we love you guys thank you so much for coming in and spending your time with us um, hold on <laughs> let me do my little stupid brand thing here right now don't forget to like and comment and subscribe to this thingy. And we will see you manana, same bat time, same bat channel. So Thanks for hanging with us tonight. Please join us for any discussion at RadioGunk.com in the forum section. Follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RadioGunk. And don't forget to like this and subscribe to us and hit that little bell so that you know when we're going to have a new show. Thanks. <laughs>